dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You Can't Make This Up podcast number 68, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Now, we both on the same page, man. <laughs> uh, normally, we have our uh, pre-pod meetings right. via text about things we want to talk about things we want to discuss, things we've seen in the news over the last week, and just, you know, overall, just have our meeting to, you know, have some type of structure about what we're going to do. Right. Today? This week? Silence. <laughs> silence. <laughs> so, okay, off the top, uh, why were you silent on these uh, <laughs> Right. Because for us to be going 68 strong and to have a week of just... I, for as long as I can remember, it was pretty quiet this week between mm-hmm. us. But I know for me, I've had a toothache. Mm. I've been golfing like crazy. I've seen that. And uh, just been enjoying my my little downtime. I had my little two weeks from birthday to this week. And starting Saturday is wedding, 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 family vacay. So we got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. So I've just been just kind of like... When it's downtime, I've been utilizing it because I know it's about to get hectic again. And, and I don't know. It just felt like it was just, I don't know. It just wasn't one of them weeks for me. Man, I, just, <laughs> I, will, I will honestly say, bro, the pod is great. Yeah. But when it, when stuff is going on, I'll be wanting to take notes like, oh, that's for the pod. It's for the pod. I had zero time. Yeah. Zero. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talk about grinding and chasing goals and everything like that. Sometimes, like, I feel like I get myself wrapped up into it too much. Yeah. Like, all right, I want to make sure I accomplish this by this date. I want to make sure I do this by the end. Oh, so-and-so want me helping with this, so I got to hold my homie down. So it comes a a point where, like, damn, I ain't did shit for myself. And this podcast mm-hmm. is that. Yeah. is that outlet, you know life, what I mean? Life is time-stamped. Everything, everything is time-stamped. Everything is time-sensitive. Oh, in the man. world that we live in now, you know, Absolutely. so like you say, is I was trying to meet up with my uh, high school golf coach and uh, some former teammates, and uh, we were talking about playing in Springboro at seven fifteen. So I'm like, yeah, that's a five o'clock get up, mm-hmm. you know. It's like just like time you spend that day doing that, you get home at two or three o'clock. You you sleep until till dinner, yeah, and then you wake up. Oh, three kids in the house. You know, mm-hmm. it's just life kicks in. So life is no joke, man. That's that's real talk, man. I when I really, I would say probably about two years ago, I really started like, all right, man, f this. Let's let's focus in. Let's 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 dial in. Let's let's attack these goals that you talk about so much and things that you want to do. Let's dial in. And I I took on the the mind state of like, well, shit, it's twenty four hours in a day. If Puff can do it. Then I can do it. What make that nigga better than me that yeah. if he can do it, I can get my ass up and and attack each day and try to make my dreams come true. And like I've been honestly, I can say I've been going after it for two years straight. And like this week has been the 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 mount 
that I couldn't get over. Where yeah. I could just I just had to dial back on something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Where is it? Uh, hitting the gym, uh, playing video games, reading something for a change, watching these shows that's on the DVR, <laughs> right. uh, working, uh, chasing the extra little bit of check. You know what I'm saying? Better myself any type of way I can. It just hit the wall this week where there was no activity done outside of work and sleep. Yeah. Like, why do you like want to do this? Though. No. I don't want to do anything. I'm I'm finding out the more and more I get closer to 40, you know, I'm just turned 35, so I, hey. ain't, I ain't too close. But the more and more you just, like, managing life and you get to a point where it's like, man, I can really capitalize or tackle these next 20 years, 15 years, whatever, and really change my family's outcome, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I've been jokingly saying, but I, I do mean it. You know, I'm starting school here in a few weeks. Yes, sir. And it's like, I'll be, my goal is to be 40 and happy. Yeah. Like I got a five year window here to get through this school, you know, which won't take five years, but then, you know, get into a career, get a home for my family. Like all those individual goals is mm-hmm. like, now's the time. Like, yes, sir. I done went through strike one and strike two on not, not necessarily bad decisions, but just, at that time and space of my life, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And now it's more so like, want is cool, but need is a little more important for me right now. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and to manage all that and get that together is like my focus. So you got to put in some of those weeks where you can't do X, Y, and Z. Like, I want to go to Top Golf this week. Woo. Just, just didn't happen. You know? I still ain't made it down there. And then I end up booking. And that's one thing, too. Like, my wife, man, she's been real helpful in being like, my quote-unquote assistant because mm-hmm. we committed to, like you were talking about TV shows, we're committed to the 2 a.m. watching Power before I get on social media today. That is uh, <laughs> on the to-do list at 4 o'clock yeah. at the household. <laughs> so, like, we committed to, like, just knocking that out because we'd be up usually with the baby. She doesn't need a diaper change, something, you know, something going on. So we usually wake up and watch that. But my wife, I was saying, she's, like, becoming more of my assistant with my business. Mm-hmm. And, like, I started, like, I I have certain times and certain moments where it's, like, hectic. Like, I'm getting a call about people want to price me out for a wedding. This wedding wants to change this. That's coming up in two weeks. The wedding I got Saturday doesn't change this. So, like, you got to prioritize how you manage and all that. Mm-hmm. And it just was one of them weeks where, like, I just got booked for my first Nigerian wedding. Okay. And it's two days. I had no idea it went down like that. But they got, like, a church and a reception on Friday, and the Schuster on Saturday. Okay. I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of them parties. And hey. she's like, I want a lot of Nigerian music. And I'm like, I have Ro Timmy on repeat. That's all <laughs> <Right>. I got. <laughs> you know, but just messing around, like, you know, managing that. I got weddings coming up, and it's just like the, the, the hustle and bustle. Like, I've been needing her to help me make sure I put in my notes the details because when you miss certain details of the address of where you gotta be, you know, just small things, but they turn into big things. Right, it's you like, don't want to text them today. Like, hey, wanna, where is this thing? Yeah, I don't want to be texting the bride and groom like, so Saturday, right? What time? Like, come on, you're supposed to be a little more, you know, on it than that. So it's just one of them weeks for me, man. But I mean, we all have them. Absolutely, I was in your hood on Tuesday. Yeah, I night. saw that. I started to come out there too. I saw, I saw the snap. Yeah, man. I was posted at Trawood National Night Out. Can you man. explain that? Because I don't even really know what National, National Night, Night Out is put on by um, cities all across the country. Uh, their police department and fire department basically 
just a one of those community give back yeah. situations uh, where the old school block party, yeah, but just an, so but it's it, put on yeah, by <laughs> by those those public officials, and you know what I'm saying to try to put a face uh, to the community. Like, yeah. all right, there's officer so and so, there's fire chief, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like that, so we put a face to a name, kind of like how it used to be back in the days. But you know, with the way things are nowadays. They don't have like foot patrol, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you're not knowing the officer patrolling the neighborhood on a daily basis, you know what I'm saying? I never saw that as a kid. So like, right here, my grandmother talk about that. Like, yeah, there used to be police officers just hitting the beat, walking mm-hmm. the beat. I was like, yeah, never seen that yeah, day never. in my life. So that's why National Night Out is so prominent. And uh, with uh, Mayor Mary out there in Trywood, you know, we have a great relationship with her and the radio station. So. She always is hitting us up like, hey, National Night Out, guys coming? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. This is what we do. We, we got to get her on the back. pod. Absolutely. That would be super yeah. dope. And, uh, you know, being out in the community. But, you know, with being out in the community, you know what I'm saying, that's what leads me to like, all right, well, I was at work at 7 o'clock. I'm off at 5, but got to be set up at National Night Out by 530. So yeah. I'm out there until 9. I get home, 930, 10 o'clock. Oh, <laughs> Shower, bed, right back at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it was a dope event, man. They had the Trywood Band out there. It had a couple of drill teams out there. Free ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popsicles. I saw, I saw a bounce house out there for the yes, kids. Yes, sir. Kids was out there. And I was looking for that little 10-year-old who beat me in the obstacle course last year, but he wasn't, he ain't sure. I guess he was scared for the rematch. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Repeat. So I'm going to chalk that up for a victory for yeah. me. One, one. Yeah, yeah. And the unofficial <laughs> mayor of Trywood was out there. Chris Wright was in the building. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For so. Sure. Caught up with him. He's actually opening up a donut shop. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Down by UD, man. And he was telling me all about it. Guess they're going to try to open right as school. That's going to be huge back for, the, in. for the, like, the college crowd. Oh, he's that like, donut yeah. donut and coffee before class. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. We it's, said we're going to be open until 2 a.m. So, okay, mm. catch everybody coming back from the Oregon. Yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that's that was pretty player. dope rapping with him, catching, catching up with him. Talked about. Uh, them adding uh, Paul George to the team and everything like that. So I was like, he's like, yeah, we looking good. We yeah. looking good. And he was like, he's getting real healthy, getting ready to go back to training camp, attack it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was good to see the homie. Yeah, for sure. That national night out, that's one reason why I, when it comes to like pol- politic talk and all that stuff, when, if, if, if I don't go out in the community and participate in these events, I, I don't feel like I earned the right to complain. Mm. So, like, I know, like, the turnouts be, you know, yeah, sparse at, at best. But yeah. it's like those are those are the moments where you can talk to the officers yeah. and address truly your, your opinions and get to know each other to avoid that next step. And it's mm-hmm. like when I miss those opportunities and don't go and then the topic comes up about a certain thing. It's like I'm always reserved in my opinion because I feel like, well, if I got out and met Officer Joe or, or you know, Mayor McDonald and, and, and really just expressed all that, then I might have a, a better voice to be like, well, no, nah, I don't agree or disagree, you know. so You know, that's, that's funny you say that. I don't even know if the city of Dayton had one. Mm. I'm not even sure. I know Huber had one. I know Centerville did. Obviously, Troutwood. Um... All those areas, like the quote-unquote suburb areas of Dayton, you know what I'm saying? I know they had them. I'm not sure if the actual city of Dayton had a national night out. Because, I mean, you know, that's the area that needs that, exactly. that face-to-face. That's always my always my opinion about this is, like, 
people that show up for anything that has to do with community and uh, what do I want law enforcement mm-hmm. to say any, any any type of those events. I feel like that's the time. Mm-hmm. That's when you should do it. I honestly think that um, well, knowing for for sure because I'm in do it. You know what I'm saying? Working with the station. Um, not only do I want to do it, but you know what I'm saying? I'm out there and I I like doing yeah. it, and hanging out with the people of the city. But you know, I see the same faces every that's, time. Yeah, every single time it's the same faces. But you know the thing about it is, the older people, they're getting older. Yeah, and it's just the people that are in our age bracket that are going all the time. It's the same ones. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we need leaders, to have the, yeah. the voices of the city. You know, shacks. Yeah, the, the you know what I'm saying. People that deal with the youth, you know, coaches, those type of people. But yeah. like, it's almost like you need to bring somebody with you. Yeah, you know, because like, if the whole everybody surrounds the problem, you know, the, are the ones that's not necessarily doing the dirt. You know, the people that's that's in the in the hoods, quote unquote, that don't feel like they got a voice or don't feel like this and the third. Like they don't, you know, it it could be as simple as. I got fifteen dollars till next week, and my mm-hmm. gas got to be structured to get to work. Yeah, you know, so I can't avoid a, a ride ten miles down the road and be on E on Friday. Yeah, you know, so like it, it, it could be as simple as that as to why, but then it could be just blowing it off. But yeah, those are people that need to really hear this and be a part of it. Absolutely, and uh, I was talking to my grandmother about this about how I don't think kids should get out for MLK Day. I don't think that we shouldn't be going to work. And she's like, why? It's a national holiday. I was like, well, working with the radio station has opened my eyes to a lot of things about the communities and the communities that we serve. I remember probably, yeah, especially like in middle school and my first two years in high school, MLK Day was like, oh, an extra day to sleep in and do exactly. nothing. A Monday, that's a Sunday. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or or go to um go hang out, go play some video games at my homie house. It is what it is. But then it wasn't until I was probably like uh junior and senior in high school, I did little activities with the school or whatever. And honestly, that was just for for my college building resume, you know right. what I'm saying? Like I was part of this organization for MLK yeah, Day. Yeah. Put that on there. So my whole point about it was we not honoring Dr. King's legacy, really, because, you know, I'm involved with the march and everything like that. But, you know, after the march, right back to normal. And one thing that uh, just like be on my mind, I, I can remember being in high school and being involved in different groups, and organizations, whatever. And you would participate in those, you know, you would have, you know, the band out or yeah. you know, all that. But then it's like once you get older, it just seems like it's less organizations that's pushing the kids to come, you know, no knock on anybody. But like the, you know, the, the guests we had last week, it'd be a perfect opportunity to rep your AAU team mm-hmm. or it'd be a perfect opportunity for, you know, National Honor Society from XYZ school to come out and mark, you know, just be a group. It don't seem like it seemed like I can remember those marches being huge mm-hmm. when I had to be there. Now that I like go spirit, like go every other year or whatever, it's just different, you know. Yeah. But the world is different. You know? I remember <laughs> one. Uh, it wasn't last year. Last year it wasn't too cold, but the year before that, we went down there and we had a uh, pizza from a uh, Domino's to uh, give to the walkers as they got to the convocation center. And normally, you know, we 
ride the trucks in the parade or we walk in the parade or march or whatever. And it was one of them days where it was like yeah. five degrees, that, bro. that good January morning. Dude, <laughs> me and Faith pulled up. We was like, mm. <laughs> we parked in front of the convocation, like convention center, like, like we just gonna give out these pieces right here. I'm not getting out the truck, bro. It's cold. We gonna open this door and be like, appreciate you. We appreciate you. Here you go. Here's a whole box. Knock yourself out. Yeah, man. But it feels like that sometimes, yeah, man. I, I really think about that because um, a big basketball tournament in the city, flying to the hoop, which is over MLK weekend, yeah. and it's. From my point of view, like, all right, it's great that we're putting on a great event and people are coming to the city. We've got these big-name guys. Shoot, J.R. Smith played in this tournament. You know what I'm saying? Dudes that actually made it to the NBA and are ballers and world champions and played in this in this uh, classic. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a reason it's on MLK weekend because it's a three-day weekend. Right. And when I went on Monday, we, did, we stood for the national anthem, but there was no recognition of Dr. King. And it's like, well, it is this man's holiday. Like, what are we doing to honor this man's legacy outside of, all right, we about to hoof it a m- couple miles. And I'll see y'all next year. Right. All right. It just it's just something that's on my mind. Not, I, I think like really maybe if some a program was at school where yeah you still had to go to school, but the whole day was based around Dr. King. Some way, some way. I'm not mm. an educator. Yeah. I'm just thinking like trying to think outside the box, man. I like. You don't you want, you don't want to be shacked feel like up at a, the crib chilling. You don't want it to feel like a sweetest day holiday. Like, yeah. like where it's just a made up, you know, go shop and spend some money. You don't want it to feel, you want it to have meaning. Yeah. You know, and you want it to mean, and it needs to be continuously talked about yeah. more now, more than ever. Absolutely. Because that, that circle of we're working on it, we're working on it. It seemed like we done went back down. We headed back Ooh. down the circle versus, you know, back up the circle. So. It's it's a trick bag situation, man. Definitely a trick bag situation. You as a parent, man, how you feel about summers off for uh kids? Man, this summer has been tough because, well, last summer was the worst. Last summer <laughs> was when I had to nip it in the butt. My kids turned into third shift children on summer break. They was up at 3 or 4 in the morning. Lit. And, you know, Daddy, I can't sleep. Yeah, you've been sleeping till two, you know, one or two o'clock. Of course, you can't go to sleep, you know, all that. So this year, they slowly, you know, dad and mom get lazy watching whatever on TV. Like, now they can, they're quiet. They can keep on the iPads. Well, you know, that, that stimulation until two o'clock in the morning and then. You got to get up for a doctor's appointment at nine and you're grumpy and, you know, all that. Dragging so ass. We've been trying to, like, manage their time with social media this year more than ever. Or we're just with iPads in general, the games they play. But, like, that nine o'clock, nine thirty cutoff, like, that has to have, it has to be now more than ever because, especially now, you know, it's August, school's around the corner. When school go back? Uh, August 17th. Mm. So, hey. They got, <laughs> they got two weeks kind of to get it together so they've been up a little later than the baby mm. the baby done got on board <laughs> like big she, sis yeah, what's yeah. popping what we doing tonight they come in the room <laughs> you know we we got them all sleeping in one room but they come in like kia won't stop screaming you know da, da, da. so they they're disturbed they bring her to us then they leave and come back right when she's falling asleep opening the door waking her up you know it's just like Back and forth, back and forth. So the baby see them, she think it's go time. Like, let's, let's play some more. So that's been a struggle this summer. But 
over the last, I'll say, three or four weeks, we started to put a plan in place and starting to see some improvement on, mm. you know, going to sleep by 11 versus 2 or 3 in the morning and on the summertime. The summer breaks, man, that's what happens on summer breaks. You get, you know, you get 12 weeks off as a kid. I know for me, day one was sun up to sundown basketball outside. Yes, sir. You know, then we hit the pool for about six weeks, run back and forth. Then it's back to the up. Oh, Football time coming. Let's yeah. get this seven on seven in the middle of the street. Yeah. Watch out for that fire hydrant smoke. <laughs> so, so all that, man, like that was, was the summer. So for, that's one thing I do. I do wish I did better as a parent is for whatever reason, I struggle with getting my kids involved with extracurriculars with like, I, I want to, you know, coach and help and all that. But it's like, it's something about that beginning process for me that like, man, I want you to be able to at least you know, dribble with the left hand, you know, little things that I want you to be able to do before I can come in and give my two cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been struggling with that, but we got them signed up for uh, my oldest, but she's going to do some flag football this year. Okay. So she's going to be probably my little my little tight end. <laughs> she, she, she's a monster for her age bracket. So this will be fun to see her. She kind of was hesitant a little bit because she's done dance and soccer. And not, not love dance. Soccer was okay. Just something to do. But this was kind of her pushing it. Like I wanna, Really? I, I want to do flag football. And I'm like, tell me why you want to do flag football. It's like, because that's the only one that I don't have to wear a helmet and get hit. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and daddy all the time is watching football and playing toss with him. So it's like, okay, let's play flag football then. So I'm, I'm excited to see her do that this year. So Flag, I'm going to have to come out to a game, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Are you going to turn into one of those parents? Because I, I, I assume, you know what I'm saying, I – I don't see you as a big soccer fan. I know you're a huge yeah. golf guy, yeah. obviously football and basketball, but yeah. uh, not as a transition into a sport that you love. Are well, you about to turn into one of them dads with the signs? I, I mean, no, I didn't get that deep. <laughs> but truth be told, I did play soccer all through grade school. Really? And golf was the only sport I quit in high school. Only sport I quit ever. But I quit that my junior year. And played soccer my senior year. Really? I was the goalie my senior year at Trout. Go, 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 go. So, yeah. And then game three, it was that moment where, you know, the ball's coming towards me. One-on-one, this guy's sprinting. Do I want to go attack the ball or let him kick towards the goal? So I'm going for the ball, too. I, I dive on it as he's kicking. Bow. Keep me right in the head. I wake up on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Game three of my of my senior year being goalie, I got concussioned and knocked out on the field. Was out for like a week. So yeah, man. But the, the, those parents, man, like I, I I get it. You supportive and but like it, it it gets to be too much for me. So that's a, another reason why the team sport. I don't know. Maybe maybe that part of it. Like I don't want to deal with the parent that's got the attitude because his kid been playing for seven and mine been playing for two and mm-hmm. you know all that. Because I saw that a lot this year with soccer where it was girls on the team that's been playing since they was four and mine was first year second years out still kind of picking it up and mm-hmm. it was like it was that disconnect between like they suck you know, yeah. and I remember being the Get kid. <laughs> I remember being the kid that played sports and the new kid that got put in left field you know yeah. and it was like well okay so this well, is how it is. He's on our team. You know, like, I, I want I want my kids to feel like that. Right, so. right. You know, you speaking of that, man, I got to say, I live with a liar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm related to this person by marriage only. <laughs> talking about the wife. So, you know, we're talking about, like, oh, one day we have kids, all that crap. Uh, it's talking about, like, 
because I was like, well, you know, most kids start out like their first sport is soccer. Yeah. She played soccer in high school, growing up and everything like that. So you going to coach little he or she or whatever, blah, 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 when that day comes? It's like, no, nah, that's no, nah, I'm straight. And I was like, and right. It's like, I ain't, I ain't. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be a parent and watch and let the coaches coach. And I'm and me knowing her and how enthusiastic she gets about everything that's competitive. Uh my wife is a real good bowler. Mm-hmm. Uh she can actually when she clips her nails, she can actually shoot a basketball. <laughs> she can throw the hell out of a football. She don't throw like a quote unquote girl. Right. So me knowing that about her. And knowing my passion for sports, period, yeah. and just competitiveness in general, I know little he or she, whatever sport they pick up, we're gonna be animals out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I and my homeboy APO that was here on the pod, I tell tell him all the time, like, man, I don't want to get involved because I know how deep my mind will go with it. Like, yeah. I will be like super dad out there i'm bringing the refreshments i'm having a pep talk yeah we waking up that was me like yo let's go shoot some hoops it's two in the morning so what let's get it <laughs> that that week one you know of, of practice and parents is kind of meeting each other and after the first practice the coaches kind of got the little huddle together talking about parent bringing snacks i'm like i got week one yeah came up loaded them up you know because i remember i remember the parent that brought the the juice box and the gummies and the chips and like you know that parent yo. like yo your dad is the best you know yeah. so like this motherfucker don't do that shit on a regular yeah, right <laughs> he just showing out for y'all right, you motherfuckers don't even <laughs> know you motherfucker buying bananas and apples <laughs> he tell me no all the time but talking about that man you talking about like just women that are somewhat athletic to me that's the sexiest thing ever me and my wife she's been clowning me. Troy Mullins is the, the chick that won the long drive championship this year. Mm-hmm. She's a, a, a black chick, a black dude and a black chick won the L- world long drive championship. And I'm just turning TV and I come across it and I'm like, man. And I'm like, <laughs> she all right. You know, I'm watching it. Nice swing. I started looking her up on IG. <laughs> I done find all the social medias. And we going on, on like day two, day three of me just kind of scrolling through. And the wife finally like, why do you keep looking at her? I'm like, because that shit was beautiful. And like, you know, the whole little joke about it. But like, to me, seeing, seeing a woman that, it, it, if it's more than the girl the girl thing, like the girl toss or the girl mm-hmm. scared to scared to extend out to catch, mm-hmm. you know, all those. If it's more than that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I could spend the day with you. Yeah, man. And, uh, <laughs> you know, not to get ahead of everything, man, but, you know, I look at genetics. And her dad is, my wife's dad is 6'3". About mm, probably like two sixty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm six feet. She's five six. My brother's six four. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just putting two <laughs> yeah. and two together here. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna get that that six uh, one might, six two love. Might huh? get that six two <laughs> point guard. Yeah. Might get that six two free safety. You know what I'm saying? You never know. I'm yeah. just saying. Like I'm liking these genetics that we might have. Together, you or, know what I'm saying? Or you might get that full ride in volleyball. Hey, don't. Like full ride is a full yeah, ride. Exactly. Hey. Or you might get a neosurgeon. You know what I'm saying? That's my what mom I, is a nurse. My my mind works like that, man. It's like I want my kid to have the best shot, and you know your kids' abilities. You know mm-hmm. what they can do and can't do. Like like yeah, Jason was saying exactly. on the pod yesterday, uh, last week. I'm like, I had no problem sending you to golf versus basketball because I can see you. You know, I, t- I took her golfing with me a few times, and it's like, 
for to her just to be a kid and playing around. It's like she hit some decent shots just with daddy's coaching, you know. And it's like opportunities for a black girl to play college golf right now is damn near like cybersecurity is right now. It's like it's just if you can play a little bit, you can find a school that's going to, you know, right. take you. And it's like to line your kid up with a skill and opportunity, chase whatever dreams she want to chase. And light on your pocket. Hey. I'm all for that. So <laughs> we've been talking about it. My cousin's getting me together with some clubs for so. Okay. It's going to be, a, we're probably going to start this Now you're talking about your oldest, right? Yeah, my oldest. My, my middle child, man, she is the loner of loners, man. She. <laughs> Where did she get that from, you think? I don't know, man, because I guess my wife's a little reserved. You know, she's kind of, she's reserved, but then in certain settings, she's like, you know, all for it. Black tie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> certain times of the year, certain events, certain things, she can get really rallied up for it. But for the most part, you know, like she can sit back and read a book and be in a room full of people and zone out. My wife is reading a book right now. What is it called? The Best Pound Cake or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> She's uh, Her and her girls and started a book club. I commend them for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Beats me reading magazines all day <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or reading articles on the Bleacher Report. But uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's funny because me and my mom were talking about how much I'm like my grandmother because uh, me and my brother are basically raised by my mom and my grandmother, and my brother is so much like my mom. Mm-hmm. And then I look at how how much my wife is like her mom and like so caring in certain aspects of her life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Her mom is a social worker. My wife works with big brother's big sister. So she has that giving back nature yeah. about her. And let's, it's, it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great. that people, we need people like that in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. But Absolutely. for me, a, a selfish minded person like myself, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, you, you do so much for everybody. Man, you, you could apply that to uh, something else, you know. You know, I just think about that sometimes, man. Right. Like, you know, like, man, if you if you had the passion for, like, I don't know, to say, like, a business acumen, like, oh man, I want to be this, that, and the, come up with a something creative. But that's not her passion. It's just what your passion is. Her passion is helping people and, yeah. and getting kids on track. You know what I'm saying? Until they get to high school, and it's like that's great. People need that, mm-hmm. but I need more money. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly I need you to I... come up and think of the next invention on the iPad. Yeah, that's <laughs> why my summers have was off. I mean, just that I reached a point where it was like my passion wasn't putting my family in the, in the position I wanted them to be in, and the things that I thought I was passionate about with disabilities I got from the military just put that whole it put a whole new twist on it for me. And it was like, I love helping people. I will help anybody and, you know, talk to anybody. I'm, I'm just that kind of person. But then when you get into a situation where you don't feel like you making what you deserve, mm. you're seeing how businesses ran, how certain employees can get away with X, Y, Z, while others get hounded for, you know. You know what, bro? Honestly, that. it's like that everywhere. It is. It, it truly is, man. I was talking to my brother about that. Like, why is that, like, no matter who I talk to, outside of people that, like, are salespeople, yeah. like, they really work for themselves, right. and you know what I'm saying, that, that's all they do, they really don't, 
like uh, Boo That Man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Big Homie Reds. He he does pharmaceutical sales, so he works for a company, but it's really all him. Yeah. So he's not in an office setting constantly with Bob and Joe right. and Tommy. It's it's him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's solely responsible for himself, and there's no one quote unquote hounding him as long as you're meeting those budgets and deadlines and goals and everything right. like that. But You'll be surprised. Well, you wouldn't be, but it's a lot of companies and a lot of places where, you know, the hardest working people, if they mess up one time, yeah, like oh man, it's I front forgot page to, news. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> to send that email to so and so on Friday, and then come Monday, what happened? Yeah, you normally buttoned up. What's the problem? And then you think it to yourself, like yo, Johnny don't do shit. All day. Yeah, he be on Facebook <laughs> like this, <laughs> yeah. chilling. <laughs> But it's surprising, man. It's like that across the country, man. So but then, I guess it's more surprising for you because you work for our government. Yes. <laughs> so then when when like we all, because I left the post office for that reason. After the military, I spent five years at the post office, and every coworker was my parents' age. Mm. So it was always, hey, where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? I'm like, where's Tim? You know, like, where are you? Like, we're we're both clerks. Yeah. We both have, you know, we can see what needs to be done. Yeah. And we both know what time it need to be done by. Yeah. So let's just knock it out. And then it was, you know, it was. Like an age thing. I'm in the back sorting mail. The front is getting busy. Hey, Kevin, a manager says, we need you up front. Go wash my hand, put on my shirt, get my cash drawer, headed up front, halfway down to the front. Hey, I need you back here throwing mail. What you doing? Well, so-and-so just asked me to go up front. So I'll let your managers hash it out. I'll be sitting right here. You tell me where you want me to be. You know, right. There was so much of that to where it was like, I got to get out of here. Uh, the VA, same shit, different toilet. You know, it was <laughs> like I, I kept having, you know, you see a coworker, we post take half hour lunches. She go down, get her lunch, come back up, get her drink, go to some break room on a different floor and start her 30 minutes. That's not how it works. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you see all that and then it's like, but they sending you emails because you got there at, 7.32, you're supposed to be there at 7.30. The first appointment, 8 till 8. So it's not like I messed up anything. You know, I'm just two minutes late, but they want you to put in 15 minutes of vacation time. Man. It's a, great, <laughs> it's a great quote from a great movie. You ever seen Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Do you remember the guy said at the very beginning of the movie, he was like, you know what, Rich? One thing my father told me, the harder you work, the more work they give you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it is the truest is statement ever, dog. The more you work, the better you do. Like, like oh, he can handle it. I'm going to mm-hmm. give it to so-and-so. And that rings true here at the radio station. You know, outside of the on-air work and all that crap that I do for that, I also in charge of promotions and writing proposals, help write proposals for our sales staff. And, you know, <coughs> excuse me. Uh. Ooh, I'm about yeah. to die. Yeah. I'm about to die. <laughs> you can't make this up. Leave it in there. Fuck it. <laughs> no, but uh, there'll be a person that is just a shitty salesperson. I say yeah. it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> There's just a shitty salesperson, and I'll be on a client call with them, and I'm basically making a sale for them. And after the fact, they'll get their percentage for the sale. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but I did it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, how's that? How yeah. sway? Yeah, how and, sway? And, and the bosses know, and they and they stay getting great accounts. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about corporate accounts. But then when the when the when the when the not get tight, 
Oh yeah. Where's Kev? We need to holler at Kev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been called in several meetings to be like, hey, we need your help with this. We need you yeah. to go with so and so. So y'all get uh, and close this deal, and it's important that y'all close this deal. And, and you think y'all? Right. I'm not a salesperson, bro. <laughs> it's like, well, your personality helps gonna help close the deal. Like my personality, <laughs> like, am I gonna get some bread about this? How yeah. much extra credit are you giving? Yeah, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and and I mean I don't know, if, and I know for a fact it goes on at other radio stations. Like, yeah. obviously, you know what I'm saying, they can't be paying you under the table. But uh, like our GM it was former GM and current GM is always good for holding me down. Like, look, I know I can't give you anything right. monetarily. They throw me some gift cards. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. here's some gift cards to uh, Fridays. Here's some gift cards. Thanks for closing that deal. That was big big business for us. <laughs> like, we fire that bitch and let me do it. Let, <laughs> right? me, let me get the 15% exactly. uh, commission off of that. Shit. <laughs> Keep these fucking gift cards. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I done went to Fridays four times this week. Yeah, like, bro, I'm, I'm sick of the, uh, all you can eat apps, bro. I done had the whole mama menu. <laughs> Not to change subjects too much, but I do want to ask you this before we I forget. Yeah. How did you feel about seeing my man Steph Curry playing golf this week? Man. Did you see that? You know, I sent you and our brother OPZ, <laughs> the uh, the longest. Is that the guy that won the longest championship yeah, that the, was doing the, the Ric Flair, Flair talk? Yeah, and yeah. then I sent y'all a, a link of the, uh, the very attractive uh, female golfer. Yes. So that's maybe they coming threes, size yeah. coming threes. <laughs> maybe I need to get out there on the golf I'm course. I'm telling you. You got a brother out there talking trash. You got a nice looking female out there. And then you got Mr. Steph Curry, Mr. NBA champion out here balling, beating pros. Yeah. When you watch, for me, what made me fall in love with golf was it felt the competitiveness within myself. You know, like every person has a certain level of competitiveness that they just when they get in the atmosphere, they love it. Mm-hmm. But me, you know, I was always a team player, all that. But like, I didn't mind shooting that three with eight seconds left. If you if you threw it to me, I'm mm-hmm. gonna shoot it. I ain't scared to shoot. I'm gonna shoot it. So for golf, you hit that one shot that you see on TV every week, and you hit it, and it spins back to three feet. And you got to kick in birdie. You like yeah. Then you go triple bogey the next three holes and play a horrible round. You chasing that one moment you had an hour ago on so and so hole. To do it again. These guys have just mastered it over and over and over, like any sport. You know, you mm-hmm. got levels. Repetition. To it. Yeah, that 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. But for golf, man, it, to like not have anyone to blame when you mess up or when you do good, like that was it for me. So, like, and then you throw in, it got to the point where like I wasn't chasing no, you know, pro level. I was just enjoying getting better. Mm hmm. Then I threw in a couple beers hey. to lighten the load. It was like, hey, having a good time out here. So it, I just fell in love with the sport. And then the older I get, I see friends. I have like two friends. They refuse to play golf. It's an old <laughs> man sport. I'm not fucking with it. Call at me when I'm 55. I'm like, you don't want to do that, man. When you're 55, you're going to wish you've been playing since you was 30. Mm. You're going you're gonna to love it. I'm telling you. I know your competitive nature, you know, X, Y, Z. They're not on it. But for the ones that like you know like Brandon McKinney, uh, Will Allen, people that's left the league and trying to find like they fall in love with it, and it's really? just it's just that can just trying to repeat you know something good you've done and not being able to do it. Like, wait, I know how to hit this. Hold on, you know I just that was it for me. Wow, man! I, I, I so many people like I know that that golf 
my uncle golfs, you golf, uh, OPZ golfs. Uh, my father-in-law is a crazy golfer. He, all he does, well, not all he does, but <laughs> <laughs> he is, is, is golf in the summer. Well, shoot, golf in the spring, summer, and fall, mm -hmm. and he bowls all winter. Yeah. To, to buy his time, and he's a way better bowler than golfer. Like, he's, like, got, like, five with rings for perfect games. Like, yeah. he's he's super good at, at uh, bowling. But he has talked to me about it. Like, look, like, the best part about golfing, especially at my, my age, would be you don't have any bad habits. Yeah. You don't know nothing. Yeah. You know nothing. So you get with somebody that knows how to play, they're going to teach you the exact right way. Like, like you, like, all right, you, you play basketball, right? I was like, yeah, of course. It's like, all right, you go to basketball court. You know exactly what you can and can't do. Mm -hmm. You know what shots is your shots. So you're not going to shoot the shots that ain't your shots. Right. You're not going to be down there trying to rebound with a 6'5 dude. You're just <laughs> going to, like, he can have it. Right. So you're going to do whatever you do. If you're a driver, you're going to drive. You shoot threes, you shoot threes. You know that. But now you're starting from scratch. You don't have it. And you're grown. Mm -hmm. It ain't like, like, oh, man, you don't. We're gonna have to teach you how to hold a club. We're gonna have to teach you how to swing. Everything's gonna be done the right way. Yeah. And I was like, man, I was like, I can't do it, man. Golf, I just can't do it, it yet. It's, it's such a minute, you know, adjustment. You gotta, you know, adjust your 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 how far you stand from the ball or how you holding the club or how you making contact or how you know, all that. So it just becomes it becomes a, a just a whole job of trying to micromanage but not be out there trying to be thinking about eight different things while you swing. Because I had the biggest thing I had a problem with learning in golf was I would whiff the ball all the time. Trying to swing too hard, trying to see where it's going before, like, just not making contact. And that became almost a fear because mm -hmm. I was doing that in competitive high school golf. You know, and that cost you a stroke. Okay, I was going to say, like, yeah. so how does that work if you miss the all this do-over? No, I, I had one of the most embarrassing – this is the most embarrassing sports moment of my life. I was, we was playing in Greenville, and my, you know, pairing was the first ones to tee off. So the whole Greenville team, the whole Trotwood team, coaches, parents, usually are around the first tee. It was probably like 50 people there. That's a lot for, you know, high school golf mm -hmm. in Dayton, Ohio, you know. So I'm on a tee box. The first three, it's a par four. The first three swings, I whiff the team, the ball. Whiff, whiff. I mean, it's not a point. People, I hear, I hear the, the snickerings and the laughings, and it's like, it was just like, th that was terrible. But I was learning, I was, you know, sophomore trying to learn golf from my freshman year, been playing a year. You know, everybody went through that. Mm -hmm. These kids been playing golf since they was six, seven years old at dad and mom's country club. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I see those kids out there when I'm playing, and it's like they got the head start. Yeah. So that's why golf for me got so frustrating because I'm trying to, like, compete with people that's been playing, and I know I ain't shit. I know <laughs> I'm still learning. So I had to get up out of that sport until I reached a point in life where it's like, now nah, I can enjoy it. Now I don't have to worry about if I whiff it, so what? But over the last probably five years of golf, I haven't whiffed the, you know, whiffed the golf ball. Mm. But that was a fear for me for a while, almost like baseball. I got hit in the head. Sixth grade, Ugh. fast pitch. I wasn't trying to play junior high base baseball no more. I was I was afraid to get in that box and get and get hit again. So, uh, like sports how, man, uh, <laughs> Barkley got like the yips in his swing or whatever. Oh, man. It like, a lot, you should YouTube that and see his swing now. He's he's putting a lot of work. Like, what is was. that? Like why? 
Yeah, that I don't understand. <laughs> like he's doing a fucking yeah. robot dance. Every, every sport I played involves some sort of tempo. Uh. You, know, you had to have some kind of tempo into your what you're doing, and that to me looked like you just trying to like put a puzzle together, <laughs> like mid mid swing, like one two three four. Like no, another terrible. sport that uh something that me and my brother talked about. Like I haven't even been out on my bike in about two months. No, not two months. Probably about. Ooh, right before 4th of July, so it's been about a month since I've been on my bike, which is horrible. Still going to try to make that trip to uh, Xenia before the summer's over. But anyway. Can I ask you a quick bike. question real yeah, quick? Yeah, Don't you have to follow the street rules when you ride in the street? Absolutely. On the way here, this dude on this bike downtown was running red lights, yeah. <laughs> swerving from left. I mean, it was like, you trying to get hit. Mm-hmm. I, don't, <laughs> I don't mess with the street at yeah. all, man. Like. Like, when I see the guys out here riding in the street, I think to myself, why would you ride in the street? It's like, and they feel like, it's mine now, I'm in the bike lane. You know, like- and they, they <laughs> suited and booted, yeah. got one of them $2,000 bikes, and I'm thinking like, man, one of the greatest things about this city, and there are a lot of great things, I know a lot of people hate Dayton, but there's some good things it's, here. Uh, it's coming back. It's, yes, absolutely. It's coming back. But I would say the top five things about this city and people neglect it, man. The bike paths mm-hmm. are outstanding, man. Like, it's great. Like, I know a lot of people ain't into it or into nature and everything like that. I have terrible allergies, so I'm not a big nature person. But like I said, I grew up in a behind a, a, a wood reserve. So yeah. exploring as a kid was a thing for me. So just to get out there and ride my bike and see nature and everything like that, it brings back nostalgia. But I was saying, my brother, he rides his bike. I ride my bike. And we were talking like, I told him I was going to hoop. He's like, oh, you trying to hoop again? I was like, <laughs> hoop again is a relative term. I'm just right. doing something else besides, you know what I'm saying, ride my bike, just trying to change up the cardio routine or whatever. So me and a homie, Justin, that work here at the station, we went to go shoot some ball or whatever. And my back was so bad, dude. My <laughs> back was killing me. So yeah. I talked to my brothers like, yeah, man, I... I I think I might be done for real this time. It's like, man, how'd you play? I was like, well, the first game, horrible, but probably by hour two, I was doing something. It's like, what are we going to do when we get older, older? Like, we can't ride bikes forever. We can't play basketball forever. It's like, man, let's do racquetball. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know nothing about racquetball. Seems like a good time. Yeah. Like, why not? Right. Have you ever played racquetball? I did. We had, a, I got a little into it in the military. Um, like you say, just trying to flip the script. When you every day having to work out and mm-hmm. having to do push ups, sit ups, and two mile runs all the time, you know, the Tuesday day where we had sports day where you could go play flag football or go hoop for your exercise that day, racquetball just kind of fell into you know another thing to do, and it, it got real. You know, you get some people that know how to play and know how to teach you how to play. Mm-hmm. It. It definitely has that competitive, you know, drive that I needed. You know, it, it's it, it's a fun sport. It's, you're in that box. And then you start to, like, for me, I was challenging my geometry, you know, challenging <laughs> my math. Like, hold on. I hit it there. It's going to bounce off that wall, land right where I need to land, keep it low. Like, I'm, you know, you're just getting into it. So I fell in love with it. But it is a, it's a sport. It's, it's a lot more than just hitting the ball to the wall and letting it bounce around. It's you can get beamed by one of them balls. You stand in the wrong spot. So. It was this corridor <laughs> at Wright State where they had all the racquetball courts. And, like, it was a shortcut to get to the bursar office. 
Everybody knows about the birth of oh, Elvis. Oh, yeah. Gotta know where that's at. <laughs> Gotta know where that's Gotta at. That's Especially at. when you get to class and you after class, they pull you like, hey, uh, your financial aid ain't clear. So uh, <laughs> you might need to go holler at the birth there. I'm like, right. huh? It's not here yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need to get that taken care of. <laughs> so, you know, you go through the cutway, the little shortcut. It used to stink so <laughs> bad because those rooms are tiny, bro. Yeah. And like I would see the dudes down there playing. It's something that's always piqued my interest. Like, man, that seems like fun. Like, damn good workout. Yeah. Because I mean, you in a a box, two people mm-hmm. running around like madmen, <laughs> and it's hot as all get out in there. So it's got to be a crazy workout. Yeah, definitely is. Racquetball <laughs> is definitely a workout. Speaking of that, I <laughs> it was a racquetball court. I used to work at a country club when I was in high school, and us being niggas. <laughs> so it was, it was like a double mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so a wall would drop so we lifted the wall and uh, I can't remember his name but he ended up buying a basketball hoop and we bought a basketball hoop <laughs> put it together and we would play ball in there on lunch break dude wow it used to be <laughs> off the hook like dudes would be talking so much shit like yo <laughs> n- noon is going down yeah nigga. No, it's going, nigga, fuck you. Nigga. I used to it's going at, down at Miami noon, Valley nigga. Hospital. <laughs> Sundays at noon. They got a gym down at the basement of the hospital. And for like, I'd say 20 weeks, every Sunday at noon, we had like 12 guys. And Good then it was a solid rec. 12. Good ass wreck. And uh, like, I was probably number 11 of 12 as far as the talent. You know what I'm saying? It was like a lot of. Dudes that really play ball, really can still hoop, just might smoke a little and didn't want to, you know, didn't want to run up the regulation court. So it was one of them high school or elementary courts. Mm-hmm. But, man, we used to get it in. And then those were like the days. And you was talking about, you know, playing hoop again. This week, I challenged myself to golf like the pros. So I got four straight days. Uh. And by the third night, <laughs> my gluteus maximus, <laughs> my hip and back was so tight. My hamstrings was tight. It was like I needed to get in one of them bio things where you're you know, like doing them ice freeze. Yeah. I needed to get in one in to get my body right. And I just sat back like, man, these dudes do this week after week. And to be a pro, that's just like their stage. You know, they had to put in the work Monday through Thursday, you know, getting ready for these tournaments. And it's like. I'm playing recreational golf on a cart <laughs> for four days. But, like, even when you ride a cart, you know, you might have to park your cart here to go hit your ball over there because it might not be a lot. You know, just yeah. you, you get some walking in for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, not as much as you would just walking, of course, but it's definitely get some walking. And for me, man, like playing four days in a row, I felt it. I'm like. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Not even pencil me in. Ink me in to do the Nick P at the black tie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not up. playing, but I'm gonna be in the building. Clap you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hang out. Shoot, me and Nick P gonna go live on the book. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We gonna, me and Nick P gonna have a blast. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but I'm bring yeah. a little sun with me. Oh yeah, and we gonna get it in, and definitely. we gonna correspond that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> definitely. Anyway, yeah, that's 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 definitely going. Speaking happen. of Black Tie, let me get my quick PSA Uh-oh. in. Oh, here we go. I need these picks, Curtin. Though. Oh gosh! I done lost fifty pounds already. I'm, I'm gonna look like <laughs> looking per- good, boss. I'm gonna look like good. a different person in these picks if you don't get them out soon. <laughs> Hope the website's coming along, great fellas. I'm sure the website's black coming tie, along. Black tie, black tie, black tie. 2018. Hey.
coming up. It, it'll be, it'll it's be gonna here be, before it, you know it. And we still ain't going to have nothing two weeks out. Speaking <laughs> of black time, I'm glad you brought that up. Did your wife receive something in the mail? And I opened it yesterday. Did you see that? She, well, so I see it in the mail. We had something pretty like a week ago came, like a little like flyer. Yeah. But this had to fold out. Mm-hmm. So I opened it up. I'm like... This seems like I've seen some this this format before. Mm-hmm. So I'm folded back up, put it back in the envelope, <laughs> take it into the room. Like you got some mail. <laughs> she opens it up. She comes out to the living room. Like they just gonna bite the whole thing. The whole Steve's, bro. I'm like they definitely did. I'm like you know you got something good. Mm-hmm. I told the wife the exact a, same thing. Bite it. I was like that's the that's the American way. Yeah. That is the American way. The little man, quote unquote, makes something, comes up with a great idea, and the big man steals it. A great example of that is the um, movie The Founder um, with Michael Keaton, who plays uh, Ray Kroc, the quote unquote founder of McDonald's. Yeah. No. is McDonald's was created by the McDonald brothers. Yeah. And he stole it from underneath them. So that's... It, Exactly we've seen it we've seen time and time, time again. again. I mean, the again. Facebook movie. Facebook. We saw that. I mean, of course, Zuckerberg was very smart and involved, but it wasn't just him that was on this, you know, thought process for yeah. this idea. And swipe the right under your feet. Find yeah. that loophole. Find that avenue. Loopholes, avenues. Take. And I mean, you know, uh, social media social media uh, websites aren't anything new. I mean, we know the days of uh, Black Planet and oh, yeah. all that stuff. I'm sure it was something before Black Planet. But, you know, you come up with different ideas. And, you know, I remember when Facebook first came out, it was only for the college. Yeah. Now it, everybody. Everybody. I used to, I used come to one, go, come all. When I would go visit my friends at Miami of Ohio, and they would be on Facebook. And I'd be looking like, oh, this is dope, you know, over their shoulder, you know. Wishing I could log in. <laughs> Gotta have that didn't, dot didn't, edu. Yeah, didn't have no dot edu. So, and that now, my friend, he don't even mess with Facebook now just because he's he was there in the beginning. Yeah. He's gone through it for six, seven, eight years. He's like, man, it's just Facebook. You know, he done been through it. Now it's just really out of control now compared to what it was then. Then it was like, I mean, every weekend it was him like that girl he saw in class on Tuesday. He was at on Thursday on Facebook trying to get at Saturday for the party, you know. So it was like that was the that was the you know the the, the tender of of the college yeah. years for him. So it, my my, how things have changed. Yeah, man. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I got one more for you, man. Yeah. Have you seen? Let me see if I can find it because I read this article this morning. Uh. A cannabis company buys a California town. A whole town? They bought a town for $5 million, hoping to develop the land into a, a marijuana-friendly destination. They bought a town. I didn't know you could just buy towns. Yeah, they bought... <laughs> town, town's got a ticket now? <laughs> Damn. They bought a town <laughs> and going to turn it into a weed destination. You... Being yeah. a, uh, <coughs> yeah, I know, I know, know something about it. Yeah, you know. The Kush, yeah, the yeah. loud, the cannabis. Where is this at? It's in Cali. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Good, you got people out there in Cali. The Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when they get all this up and running, how long till you show up? Man, 
So you be week one. I have <laughs> to be honest. I have been afraid to go to Cali, and I honestly haven't been. We're all knocking on a year and a half now, a year and a half, two years since I've been. But that's also been about the time that I've uh, changed my feelings towards this here Kush. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like I. I'm afraid to go out there and be like, you know, you go on vacation, you you want to hit the outlets, yeah. you want to hit, like, I want to hit the dispensary. <laughs> Let me go see this first class treatment y'all got out here. So, and I got some friends out there that's, you know, done, done got the card, uh-huh. done, done, got the, done got the hookups, and it's like. Nothing wrong with a hookup. Yeah, nothing wrong with the plug. Shouts to the plug. Matter of hey. fact, you hear this? From, from the plug. Shout hey, out to the plug. Shout so, out to the plug. I mean, I don't like the whole making it like Newport Aquarium or nothing. Like, no, we ain't going to make it no bring your family to this town for the highest time of your life or nothing. But I think it's com- my the thing I hate the most is how we have people incarcerated for things that are not legal in certain states. Yeah. And that's the thing about this whole thing. Like now it's to the point, Colorado ain't folded. Everybody, nope. everybody sees Colorado still doing okay. The Rockies is still playing baseball in Colorado. You know, there's still things to do in Denver. Like it needs to just go ahead and just be be brought up full term. Like instead of the individual states, yes, no. You know, they. I get that side of it's your state and you have to manage it what's best for your state, but. It's to a point now where people, you know, sitting back watching Joe Blow in line in Colorado, and he in Colorado Correctional, you know, institution for the same shit. So yeah, and then you watch a lot of uh, people get rich off this too. Oh man, I got some, I got some friends that are uh, trying to get involved with it here in Ohio, and they've gotten some land. They've mm. they're they're in the running. You know, they've they've done. Application ginormous fees that are involved with that. Hell and, of an investment. Yeah, but I mean, you, you, they are these these friends. They're a team of investors that's done this time and time again throughout you know Dayton and surrounding area. So I can see it being up their alley. So I, I couldn't imagine. Man, I, I'd be tricked no good if I owned me a dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> Clothes for lunch <laughs> from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. <laughs> oh, snap. One more, one more, one more, one more before we slide about, man. Uh, okay. Here, here we go. You win the Powerball. Yeah. Are you collecting the money and being one of the person, people that are on TV with the big check and they're doing the interviews with are you sending said lawyer to get it and you taking your money and riding off into the sunset, not knowing anything about you? Like just yeah. someone in Dayton won. Definitely the lawyer route. Yeah. For me, I've always said like I'm too kind hearted and I know it's going to come anyway, but to start getting them letters about, you know, Tasha and her struggling <laughs> lifestyle and I'm like, man, take this 10 stacks and bet it. No, like, I, well, shit, I hope you win, bro. <laughs> so I know I'm good. <laughs> I, I, it's just something about, like, like people don't even realize, like, now, now big number donations, of course, I, I think I'd be more reserved. But, like, to give somebody 
Yeah. That is living check to check. You give them an opportunity to get some ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to be balling, but you take care of the bills for the next two months and still work and grind. Now you got a little pot to play with. You know, like that's how my mind works. So, like, I can see myself, you know, once I took care of moms, made sure that the kids had money they couldn't touch till they was, you know, a certain age and can do what they want. Once I took care of all that and I'm just golfing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, that's going to be a, that would be a hard thing for me not to like want to help people. But then you just keep helping people. You get nickel and dime to death. And they know you're going to help them. They're going to still be coming for you for help. So it's like, it's one of the things I've always said to like jokingly where if I want a lottery, all my aunts and uncles, I'm paying your house off. Yeah. You know, I no more mortgage. You should be able to ride away from there. Yeah. To do anything you want to do. 1,000%. 1,000. I said the exact same thing to Shayla. I was just like, yo, because, uh, she indirectly knows somebody uh, in another state that's won a substantial amount of money in the uh, lottery. And uh, I was saying, like, if we won the Powerball, like, unfortunately, you just have to be this way. I would get the lawyer, get the money, obviously, and have my lawyer draw up paperwork stating what, like, give uh, all X amount of family members that I'm willing to do something for. Right. I'm willing to pay off this bill, this bill, this bill. So you agreeing to me to pay off this bill, you can never ask me exactly. for anything monetarily, and we are never to discuss any money. <laughs> Once you sign this agreement, that's it. Yeah. And you get, hey, like you said, like if it's the house, if it's the car, hey, if it's, hey, you want me to open up a trust fund right. for little, debts, little homie, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> a little homette, it, that, that's it. <laughs> You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, or you just want to like, all right, well, you just want a cash payout, so to speak, right like here. Because I was reading something. And there'll like, be no more. Something that Mark Cuban has said, like, no one should ever need $100,000 or $500,000 or a million dollars. Like, you should never be, like, he was talking about, like, his athletes or just athletes in general, pros that got money that's helping. Mm-hmm. Like, no one should ever ask you for $100,000. That's a lot of damn and, money. And, like, you think about it exactly like if someone was like, bet, here's $100,000, like, that would change my life. Yeah. I don't even think, like, think it would be a, <laughs> like, all right, what's the number that you that you could actually win at the damn scratch off or whatever that, that you think would change your life? $20,000? $25,000? <laughs> I mean, to be able to knock out huge things off of my credit yeah, and be able to still, like, like I... That's that's always been it for me. Like if I can just get twenty thousand dollars, you know, I can just still be grinding, still be doing this Monday through Friday thing, but like the stress of having this bill or this payment or trying to pay this off, twenty thousand dollars will put a dent in a lot of that stress right. to where I should be able to be an adult and manage. Yeah. So I've always said like, it don't have to be no no meals involved. You give me five figures, that's gonna change my life. You give me like fifty to a hundred thousand. A lot of the shit, I don't have too much debt. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I said thirty. If I was to win thirty thousand dollars, <sighs> I'm such a nigga. Sometimes 
I will be brand new for about, mm, oh, about yeah. two days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> brand new as shit for two days. I'm going to catch I, you in the, in in the Jays and the catch you in the shoe department just because I can. Yeah, I'm going to catch up quick. Like, yeah, all the shit I missed out on. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. I'm going to send you the invoice like, which one should I get? <laughs> Pick you a couple out yourself. You know how we do, man. <laughs> well, there it is. A freestyle episode. You yeah. can't make this up podcast. I think we did pretty well for not having any structure. I think so. And I probably going to get it together next week. We're going to have you gonna have something oh yeah you. damn microphone you're gonna have something for you next yeah week. absolutely well, I think we did pretty good for the freestyle episode I like it I like it yeah. man well another one in the books Kev Nash DJ Killer Kev we out peace